cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Just like that, we are on the airwaves. Welcome to Life with Lebang, another glorious episode, another cool morning where we're chilling and we're hanging out. And man, I'm not alone in the studio. Usually, when I'm by myself, it's a little bit like cold. You know, the aircon is on, and you know, I have to make sure I'm wearing a big, big jacket. I'm so lonely. I'm lonely. But I'm excited because now I'm not lonely. I actually have somebody who's in the studio with me, and she's brought in some heat. So thank you for the heat. It was some free heat that has warmed me up. And hopefully wherever you are at home listening, you're also feeling warm and snug. Now, if you have been listening to the show for the past couple of weeks, then you'll know that most times when I have someone in studio, at the end of that interview, I always say, please come back so we can talk again. Because we talk for so long and we talk about so much, but we never have enough time. And this is one such a case where... I think it was about six months ago, we actually spoke to Shout It Now. And we had uh, a representative in here and we spoke and we unpacked and, and, and. So I'm excited today to have another representative in studio. I'm joined today by Lean Hamadishe. Nah? Yes, I got it right. Do you know how exciting it is to get someone's name right? So Lean's here in the studio and um, she's literally going to tell us what's been up for the past six months. But before we do that, Lean, introduce yourself, tell us who you are, where you're from, and how it is that you got involved in the beautiful work um, of Shout It Now. But before you start, let me just sort of give you like a reminder of who Shout It Now is, um, because as I said, it's been six months since we've spoken to them. So uh, their services and everything that they do. One thing that I remember that stuck out the most was the Aya Komokel initiative. I loved that so much because I was like, oh, that sounds like something that I could be a part of. Ooh, Aya Komokel, let's get it. And just before we spoke, um, you guys were preparing to launch an app called the I Shout app. So there's a lot that we need to get into. So Lean, you need to tell us what's going on, what you guys have been up to, um, and really where Shout It Now is at today. Thank you. Um, my name is Lynn Hamandishe. Like she said, I'm the regional social work manager at Shout It Now. So, uh, before I go into Eyakomo Girl, <laughs> which is very exciting, <laughs> let me just briefly, yeah, uh, talk about Shout as it is. Sure. Um, Shout It Now was founded in 2007. And it is a South African non-profit organization that empowers the youth and helps them own their sexuality. Um, uh, the enterprises currently provide free, integrated, mobile, community-based HIV prevention and other sexual and reproductive health services, gender-based violence services, GBV, and life skills program in the hard-to-reach communities in around Houting and the Northwest, and we actually go to the people 
to offer them services. Um, so yes, in shout, we also have the Eyakoma girl, which is, it's yours, girl. Yeah. So the girls have to grab it. Mm, <laughs> so Eyakoma girl is an initiative that provides the community with the support. Information and services to the adolescents, girls, and the young women who are between the ages of 15 to 24. So, uh, these members have access to a data free iShout app. It's actually data free. Awesome. Where these young women can find reliable health and life information and they can access comprehensive HIV prevention and sexual repro- reproductive health services and information. Wow, that's awesome. So the last time we spoke, well, the last time I spoke to one of the Shout uh, members, the app was sort of still in development. Yes. And now it's been released. And you say it's data free. Yes. That is so, so cool. So wherever I am, it doesn't matter if I've got Wi-Fi or not, I can access this app and get the help that I need. True. So how has the, the reception of the app been thus far? I mean, obviously the intention is to reach as many young girls yes. and young boys as possible um, in these neighborhoods. But now it's like, okay, here's the app. It's available. How has the community been receiving the app? Uh, the community has been using the app a lot. We have so far enrolled more than 1.5, uh, young girls wow. and, uh, women. So, um, they actually get these services when they come to our bus. We have mobile buses. Like I said, our services are mobile. Yes. So when they get there, they, um, they can access a number of services, including, um, HIV testing. They have PrEP. PrEP, uh, most people are getting to know PrEP now. It is an HIV prevention pill, which when taken every day, once a day, it helps you not to get infected with the HIV virus. Yeah. And also we have gender-based violence services also in our buses and life skills program as well. So when they take up two of those services, the sexual health services and the life skills program, depending with their age and their needs, then they qualify to become part of the Ayakomo girl. So, yes, so when they come to the bus and then they are eligible being between the ages of 15 to 24, we actually assist them in uh, downloading the app at our buses using our data mm. so that when they go, they just access the app yes. wherever they are. Yes. And they also get um, a scarf. They get access to a scarf which is uh, tailor-made. Oh, that's It's a welcome yes. gift to them. Yes. That's so nice. And I can imagine like you know, being a young girl and like needing help and not knowing where to go. And the nice thing about your guys' services is that they are mobile. So you guys move around. It's not like one building um, that is like sort of stuck in one place. I think that's extremely futuristic of you guys to be able to take on uh, such a heavy task and, you know, move around with it. I'm sure there's, there's some major advantages to that, but um, just looking at your guys' impact since last year, you recorded around 27,000 individuals who initiated on PrEP, as you mentioned earlier, what PrEP is, yes. um, and 87,000 um, clients who learned their HIV status with SHOUT, and around 3,000 uh, survivors of GBV through your guys' services. Mm-hmm. So tell us about how new members who got involved with SHOUT um, since then and now helped to grow the organization. I mean, it's only been six months, but a lot can happen in six months. Yes. 
Uh, so we, we have these adolescents coming in. So what we see is great progress because we go to the schools, we go to the communities, like I said, because most of these are young girls. Remember, they don't have uh, financial Mm. capacity to mm. go and access the service. So when we go to them, we see that they actually come back for the services like for prep. They come back and take more pills each and every month which shows that it's actually working for them yeah. and when they come, they are tested we see the positive results coming out of them. So we have seen the big impact um, in terms of these services being offered to the clients out yeah. there. Yeah. I think that's great. So it's not like it's a once-off um, thing. These girls do want to come back. It's almost like you're building uh, with them and you're growing with them, which is so great. Um, so tell me more about the members of AR Komogel because you've already mentioned that they've got access to a data-free app, which is called iShout. Yes. Uh, this is obviously where, where young women can find reliable health and life information and they can access comprehensive HIV prevention and sexual reproductive health services and any information that they need. Are there any other additional benefits that um, the app has to offer to its users? Yes, yes. Like I said, first of all, it's, it's, uh, access, the access is data free and then you get a, a designer scarf, which is a welcome gift. And after that, you'll be earning points every time you access our services. So you accumulate these points each time you come maybe to get a GBV service, you come for testing, you come for prep, you'll be earning points that will be accumulating. And from these services, you can actually redeem them on different rewards. That we have on our marketplace Awesome And these rewards actually can include uh, Menstrual cups We have uh, umbrellas We have smart watches Bluetooth speakers and a number of things sure. that you can choose to mm. do. And for some um Ayakomo girl clients, they can choose actually to save these uh points until they accumulate to buy what you call a cosmetic starter pack. Which is a bigger thing and maybe they can start a small business if they That's wish to. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. I, I keep hearing what you're saying and I'm getting this, um, this feeling that there's a lot of like long term, uh, plans that you guys have for any person that's participating on the app. If you are a Morgel that's doing their thing and you're a part of the community, mm. then it just does seem like the kind of place that you'd want to get involved in because there's as I'm saying, there's things in the future that mm. you guys have planned for these young girls. So speaking of the future, uh, Lynn, how would you say, you know, you'd like to see, you know, Shout grow um, as an organization, you know, in the next maybe five to 10 years? Where, where would you like to see um, Shout and, you know, in what areas would you like to see Shout changing the lives of these young people? Okay, um, like our name says, we live by a name, shout, as in you have to shout loudly. So we are telling the women that um, they have the right to make their own choices. So in future, we'd like to see these women empowered, being able to make decisions about matters that involves their sexual life, their health, which are matters that... Um, very prominent for their future. So the freedom of choice as it is a human right, um, we feel that they should grab it and use it because as it is young women, there is gender inequality as we live in the society. So we try as much as possible to empower them, support them and encourage them to really make choices about, um, 
things that happen in their life which will eventually affect their future as young women. Yeah. Okay, so basically the growth is just to reach more girls. Yes. And to get more just more people to download the app and touch um touch more communities. Right? Yes. And remember, we go to the isolated communities yes. where it's hard to reach. Yes. So we try to reach those ones who are in the outskirts to make sure that they are involved in everything that's happening. What, what, are, what are some of the communities that you guys have been to thus far? Because uh, when you say outskirts, I just think like rural areas that are <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> Okay, like, um, we, we have Northwest, mm-hmm. and then we have, uh, services here in Houting. In Houting, we have Aikuruleni in the whole of Tswane. Okay. So we can go as far as Etwatwa. Wow. And all the areas that are outside of the city center. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, that, that does, that does seem like it's the outskirts. So you guys have plans to go even further than that and really take it to like, <laughs> The borders where it's just, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah, There's like one clinic in every, you know, five towns type thing. With, with funding, we Mm. can do anything. So as long as we get enough funding, I think we can grow. Speaking of funding. So, um, I know that Shout wants to partner with stakeholders. You guys want to, uh, contribute the AI Kumagel program in terms of skills, financial literacy, education, job seeking tools, as well as CV writing with the goal to get more young women from the ages of 10 to 24, um, to independence and be provided with other necessary tools. So in case somebody out there is listening, where can they find you guys on social media? Maybe a website? Where can they contact you? If they would like to, like you said, funding. With funding, you can do anything. If they would like to assist you guys with funding or perhaps with other resources. Okay, they can find us. We have, um, we are available on Facebook. We are also available on our um, on our web, which is um, www.shoutitnow.org, they can find it there, find us there, and um, donate something. And they can also visit um, our web, um, https://shoutitnow.org/donate, and then they can make their donation there. Fantastic! So it's that easy. So there's yes. no like limit. I can donate whatever I've got. To you guys, it's there's no no such thing as too little. There's no such thing as too little. Remember, mm. as we offer our services, the psychosocial support, GBV, HTS, and all, we also find um, young girls who are in need of different things. It can be um, sanitary pads. Mm. It can be anything that you know the young women really need, so yeah. that they don't have to go out there and look for sugar daddies and look Eish. for other people Eish. who can assist them with money or have sex in exchange of these things. Yes. So anything that you know young women might need, you yes. can just come and donate and then we can assist the community mm. and empower our girls. Fantastic. And that's the whole point, right? Is to empower our yes. young girls and assist the communities. So Lean, uh, while we've been talking, I've just been sitting and thinking to myself, how did somebody like you get involved in this <laughs> kind of work? I mean, I know that it... M- there must have been something that like just sparked inside of you and said, you know what? I need to go into this kind of work. Can you share that story with us? 
Okay, me professionally, I'm a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> so I started uh, working as a social worker in 2010. Yeah. And I I had a passion to help. You know, being a social worker, we have the passion when you assist someone and you really see change mm. in their lives and you really see them grow. And they actually come back at times and say, thank you. You actually assisted me on this and that Or mm. even the family coming back to you It actually fulfills me As an individual to say At least I'm making an impact mm. On someone's life And then from there That's how I grew in this profession Now I'm in this health department Where we see people coming to test Knowing their status Because yeah. it's, a, it's a very difficult thing for people Some people are scared mm. to know their status Not knowing the benefits of knowing your status Whether it's negative or positive mm. You know you're positive You go on medication You live a, a, healthy, a life. healthy life If yes. you're negative There are ways of making sure you stay negative Like the Use of prep, mm. use of uh, condoms. We offer condoms. Mm. We offer contraceptives also on our buses, and all the services are free and very fast. Mm. Because we see that when young women, young girls, adolescents, girls, when they go maybe to the clinic, to the hospitals, the services take a bit longer. Yeah. So when they come to our buses, everything is very fast. Mm. It's free and it's fast and it's something that we see. It's actually working with the community. We don't judge anyone. You come with whatever problem or situation you are facing, we assist you with a non-judgmental attitude mm. and we make sure that your needs are met. Mm. And if at all we don't have any services, we refer you somewhere else where we know you get all the services that, that you, you need. need. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. You mentioned something that I thought about a little bit where you said uh, people that are usually... Um, uh, but maybe they could be positive. They're scared to come forward and actually say it that no, this is my status and they're ashamed of mm. it. And there's almost like this taboo in society mm. that, hey, people that are HIV positive, you must stay away from them because, yeah, they're sick. They'll make you sick as if, uh, you know, HIV is, is contagious. Mm. How can we sort of change people's mindsets and how can we encourage more people to come forward and not feel ashamed and even if you don't know mm. i mean whenever you go to you know to a hospital or to your monthly checkups or your your yearly checkups you have to do an hiv test right and that's where you find out that okay cool i may be positive or i may be negative but still you sort of get scared like oh no i wonder what they're gonna say mm. oh you know i haven't been that good or whatever the case is how can we change people's mindsets towards hiv and aids as as um as a concept, you know, f number one, as a person who may be HIV positive, how do we encourage people like that to come forward and own their situation so that they can take the right medication? And secondly, as someone who's HIV negative, how can I also change my perception towards someone who's HIV positive and not be like, oh, I mm -mm, let me stay away from them or whatever the case is? I think people just need to know that it's different from the days when we first knew about HIV. Those days you would know if you're HIV positive, you would feel like it's a death sentence. I'm going to die. Exactly. But these days, because of medication, uh, you can live, you can live longer. Yeah. So people just need to go and know their status because the thing that makes people afraid is that when I know, does it mean tomorrow I'm going to be sick? I'm going to be mm. in hospital. Mm. So they need to know that once you know, it's one step. 
into living longer yes. because the moment you know then you should you get guidance from the doctor on what to eat uh you get your medication and once you take your medication the correct way you live a normal life just like anyone else and for people um who are negative who actually don't um take it well when they see someone who is positive they should know that it's just a condition just like any other disease and the good thing about that it's not uh contagious like you cough yes. and then i get hiv hey. you live in the <laughs> same house you can do things together yes. and um they need all the support that we can give them because it's a disease just like any other yes mm. sure lynn thank you so much uh for taking the time to chat to us today and to spread some light on the work that shout is getting up to i'm very 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 happy that the app is up and running yes. it's available for download and anybody who needs access to those services can really get them um, yes. especially those who need it the most because i feel like those of us who are inside the city you know we can go to the nearest hospital we can just quickly check online because we've got data we've got wi-fi the reality is that most of these young girls that are affected by these things don't have wi-fi all the time yes. don't have data all the time won't even have access to these health services so um, like I said six months ago, I wish you guys all the best. I encourage you to keep shining and keep going because the work that you're doing is so important and, and it's so necessary for the people that especially need it the most. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Lean, for being here. And if you are at home listening or you're driving in your car listening, you're washing the dishes, doing the laundry, whatever it is that you like to do while listening to Life with Lebang, I would like to encourage you to to be more mindful and to be more thoughtful uh, for the people that are suffering and are experiencing some of these things. Some people that are HIV positive that may feel like, oh no, their lives are over. Now you heard it from the horse's mouth. Lena herself has told you that that is not the case. It is not a sentence if you test positive for HIV. If you test positive, it's just the first step into living a longer and healthier life because um, it doesn't mean it's over for you. It, that's not what it means. You know, get the help that you need, get the guidance that you need from the right people. And I'm also speaking to those of us who are HIV negative, who know very little about the disease. And when we encounter people that are positive, when you encounter people that are positive, we shouldn't alienate them and treat them differently and weird. And none of that stuff is important. So, um, you know, Head on over to your internet, to your phone, take out your phone, your tablet, your laptop, whatever device that you're using and uh, get more information from Shout It Now. They are doing a lot of great work. You can also assist if you'd like to contribute financially, if you'd like to contribute with your resources. Um, I think... If there's anything that you need and you, well, if you're a, a woman and there's something that you need, chances are there's a young girl that also needs it, but she just can't afford it. So think like that. I think that's a good start. Like, uh, sanitary, uh, towels, as Lean shared with us. Um, it could be, you know, hygiene towels. It could be anything that if you know you need it, then someone else probably needs it. So think like that. And I hope that encourages you today to do the right thing. Just do the right thing because we live in such a complex country where there's so many like issues that we're being faced with. And then we meet people like Lean, who is actually doing the work, who's actually every single day waking up and saying, my purpose is to help others. And that is such a strong and beautiful thing. And I hope that from a, from the conversation that we've had today, we can also take from that and do the same thing. 
and help others within whatever work that we're doing. You don't need to do it on a grand scale. And I always say this when we chat every week. I always say to you, start small. Start within your own circles. It's not about putting on a big show. You don't need to go and perform for a bunch of people. Just do you. Thank you so much for listening to Life with LeBang. Cliffcentral.com